We wish to acknowledge the Wadarung people of the Kulin Nation and the Bunurung people of the Kulin Nation, who are the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded and produced. We pay our respect to their elders past and present, and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Minogue fans. We recognise that these lands have always been a place of storytelling through music. Greetings, dance floor darlings. You're listening to This Is Disco. A monthly Danny and Kylie Minogue commentary podcast. With your hosts, Adam Eve and Eliza Day. The kettle's probably on. It's true. I love it. I love it. you got to hear this song. A wombat. Hello, lovers and fellow Stannies. Welcome to the very first episode for 2023 and the big return of This Is Disco. Of course, with your hosts, Adam and Eliza. Hello, my darling. How are you going? A long time no see. I know. Happy New Year. Can we still say Happy New Year in February or am I milking it? Probably milking it, but sure, why not? Happy New Year to you too. Happy New Year. (laughs) Happy World Pride, more importantly. Yes. We've got a very, very exciting episode for you today as we celebrate World Pride, which is happening in Sydney. Yes. But we're celebrating with, I guess you could call her the third Minogue. She is the third. Well, third Minogue's sister. Third Minogue's sister, yes, yes. Fourth, fourth Minogue's sibling. We can't forget Brendan. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. We will be speaking to the one and only Melbourne and Australian legend of performance and drag, the iconic Millie Minogue will be joining us on This Is Disco for this episode for an amazing chat about all things World Pride, Bar Kylie, her history with the Minogue sisters. It's... It's an absolute treat. So I'm really looking forward to you all hearing our chat with Millie. Oh, it's so, so wonderful to have her on. And yeah, just a thrill, especially to time it with Kylie's epic performance. Even though we don't know what it is, we just know it's going to be an epic performance right. at World Pride mm-hmm. this week. Unfortunately, uh, neither of us will be there. We will be there in Minogue spirit yes. and living vicariously through each and every one of you who is there. Yeah. What's on What's on your wish list of songs you are hoping she'll perform? And I guess uh. realistically... <laughs> Well, let me get my uh, four-hour show up. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> um, oh I, if, we're ju- if we're just sticking to songs from disco, which I would like to see performed live in a Mardi Gras mm. setting, I mean, oh. it would, where does the DJ go? Uh, Supernova. Yeah. And uh, celebrate you. <gasps> oh, my God. I, I'm getting teary what just a song. thinking about that. What a song. That, yeah. That so would that, be Tears on the Dance Floor. Right. Yes. They, so they would be my three, I guess, wish list. And they are all from Disco, admittedly. But, um, yeah. And, of course, you know, unrealistically, Shelby 78. Right. I thought you were going to say Skirt. Oh, that too. Why not? Throw that in. All the mixes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and Sexercise. And Sexercise, of course. We're going to get the ball. About, with ball. Yeah. We could, we could go on a tangent of our dream set lists <laughs> and manifestations. But I'm, I'm getting sidetracked here. But... Um, <sighs> Oh yeah, I can't. I can't wait to to watch that. Hear everyone's amazing stories. So she's already in Sydney, I believe. Right. So mm. not long to go now. Not at all. Well, 
On the topic of all things Danny and Kylie, Mm -hmm. my darling Eliza, what's happened while we've been away amongst the Minogue sisters when it comes to news? Probably a lot. I mean, I I went offline pretty much for a month, so if I miss something, I do apologise because I quite literally disconnected from the world. Which was great. Sometimes um, you just got to do it. It really was great. I think I was only going to do it for a couple of weeks. And then it's usually once you hit the two-week mark and you're like, oh, this is quite healthy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe I'll extend it for another couple. <laughs> but anyway, having said that, it, I also really missed, you know, our community right. of Kylie and Danny fans. And that was, you know, the one part of social media that I actually love. Right, right. <laughs> everyone's just beautiful. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, I mean, not much has been happening, Mm. really. Kylie coming here for World Pride. Um, there was something that, um, I was listening to in my time off. Um, our friends over at the Robbie Williams Rewind podcast, um, actually interviewed Robbie. I know, it's so amazing. It's such a great interview. So definitely recommend checking that out because they did ask him about Disco Symphony and, you know, Mm -hmm. what happened with Kylie on that. So definitely go and check that out to hear it it from Robbie himself and talked about, you know, recording kids again and fantastic, fantastic interview. Um, I've forgotten who this person is that I think messaged us this, so I do apologise. But someone in a comment um, or a message had asked Danny about the girl vinyl. It is coming. For the UK. It is coming, yes, because people sometimes ask us about, you know, where is the UK girl vinyl? We do not have the answer to that (laughs) other than (laughs) it is definitely coming. And I think Danny's words were, I promise it was right. in a comment summit. So it's coming. Be patient. But yep. yeah, we just do not have any information on that. No. Um, yeah, other than that, I guess we're all just patiently waiting new Kylie. Right, which this year is the year it'll be happening. I know. So again, we don't have any, <laughs> any intel on that no. whatsoever. You know, rumours pop up online. We tend to just not pay attention to those unless it's, an official announcement coming from Team Kylie. Um, I would take everything with a grain of salt. Absolutely. So, as excited as we are. Um, other than that, our second birthday's coming up, Adam. It is too. Did you realise? <laughs> yes, I did actually. I forgot to mention that Oh earlier. my God, like about 10 days or so after yeah. this episode drops. I can't believe it's been two years. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Absolutely. What we've achieved in the two years is oh my God. remarkable as well, I've got to Absolutely say. Absolutely bonkers. When we were sitting here recording our first episode this time two years ago, if you had said oh, this time in two years you would have already had, like, Danny on, like, three times, Steve Anderson on, Terry Rock, I would have been like, um, please. Gloria Gaynor. Gloria Gaynor. Oh, my God, yes. Like, there's no way I would have believed you. Like, right. I'd have been like, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But here we are. So manifesting Kylie. Yes, yes. Manifesting Kylie for our terrible twos. Yes, terrible twos. (laughs) What what bratty behaviour will we get up to this year? (laughs) Oh, well, I suppose that's it then for the news, eh? Oh, I know something that I have forgotten. I knew there was a a big thing that had happened. Um, Steve Anderson's podcast, Such a Good Feeling, which I'm sure everyone listens to already. Yes. 
If you missed it, he had an amazing conversation with the one and only William Baker. Oh. A must listen. Like, I cannot stress that enough. So, Absolutely. yes. Daddy, Daddy Baker. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We've just got to get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Here's our chat with the one and only Millie Minogue. It is Eliza and I's absolute honour and such a huge privilege to welcome this guest onto This Is Disco. Talk about an Australian legend and technically what you could call the third Minogue sister. She is the incredible, the super talented icon of drag and performance in this country. The one, the only Millie Minogue. Welcome onto This Is Disco. Millie, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. There's massive applause going in the background. Yes, I know. You should see the crowd. The crowd is going wild. The crowd is going wild. Happy World Pride to one and all. Yes, happy World Pride, yes. Just kicked off uh, yesterday as as of day of recording, so it's exciting time. Yes, my liver is just about to kick in. That's good. (laughs) Are you uh, dialing in from Sydney? Are you already up there? Or are you still in um, Melbourne? No, I'm still in Melbourne. Okay. I go to Sydney on Thursday. Mm. In time for Bar Kylie. Bar Kylie, my show that night. Yeah. Exciting, exciting. It's like a two story um, glass barge that would go around the harbour for four hours. Wow. Like 450 people. Sold out in like September, October. And went on went so on sale good, so. September, October, I'm assuming, yeah. and sold out <laughs> within a second. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so wow. oh, that sounds like it's gonna like be everyone wonderful. was sort of like saying to me, Oh, you know, what are you doing for World Pride? And it's like, Well, I don't want to buy tickets. So we have everyone's buying tickets for everything now. And it's like, Well, it's like September, October. It's like, yeah. I don't want to think, we've got to think about Christmas first. And <laughs> like, this, well, yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, Adam and I have um, a few messy nights or one very messy night at Bar Kylie mm. in Melbourne from. What's that, Adam? 2014? Possibly, yes. The years have all melded together yes. since the pandemic. Come on, 10 stupid. years next year. It's 10 years. Is it? it must year. have been one of the first wow. ones then. Yeah, it must yeah. have Was it at Circuit or was it at um, uh, Bar 86? It was at Circuit, yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, so it must have well, because we did probably, I think I did one year at Bar 86 and then uh, we went on to Circuit. Yeah, no, that was a. A great, great night. <laughs> What's a great I can't night? believe it's nearly 10 years. It's like when you think and um, do the maths, it's like, God, it's, um, there's three shows a night and there's three uh, bar carlies a year and there's a brand new costume for each three shows. So it's just like astonishing that we've wow. got to 10 That's years. Amazing. So it's an incredible night as well. I mean, because. We've been to a couple of them at least here in Melbourne and they're just so, so much fun and obviously we live for the performances. So talk to me about some of your, I guess maybe some of your favourite memories from the inception of Bar Kylie and working with the team. Um, So um, Shane Douglas and uh, John Davis slash DJ Argonaut uh, came to me right at the beginning and they said oh we want to do a bar kylie and it's just a pop-up night and 
Uh, it's going to be all Carly Music All Night. It's the first of its kind. Um, and you'll do, you know, three shows, you know, a spot number and two production shows of boy dancers. And hopefully we can captivate each look possible. And I said, yeah, it's a great idea. Um, who knows how it's going to evolve. But at the time I said, well, uh, what's the budget? And they said, oh, only a few dollars. And I said, well, <laughs> be, like, bring together stuff out of my wardrobe just to represent. I mean, these are full on stage costumes, so they have to be, you have to spend money. And so mm. I said, well, let's see how it goes for the first couple of years. And then one day I just sort of said, well, let's uh, blow the budget and let's give them something really amazing. And I think that was actually a uh, hundred degrees costume, I think it was. Yeah. Right. Wow. And um, I went out to the suburbs. I, I sort of uh, found this uh, person who does, you know, uh, Perspex discs, mirror discs and puts the holes in them. They're like super <gasps> thin So because I needed a thousand of them. So he said if you put anything heavier than this Perspex that I'm giving you, it, it's impossible. You won't be able to walk. So to orchestrate that was a, a mind sort of, basically, there's my first work. <laughs> <laughs> but then when I put it and I sewed it all together and when I came out that night and did it, everyone was like absolutely blown away. And it was a dollar a piece, mind you. Wow. Oh, wow. So it was a dollar each person and I needed a thousand of them. So because I had the boy dancers as well. And so when I, when I came out and everyone was like, because it was literally exact, like to the, the shape of the perspex bits and the mirror bits um, and everything like that. And then I said to them the next day in a meeting, I said, well, see what happens when you, they said, go for it. For yeah. now on, right. we leave it in charge of you, whatever you want. If you were kind of orchestrated and all that stuff, just do it and just give us the bill, we'll pay it. Because obviously by the reaction of last night, I understand what you're talking about now. Right. You've got to each time blow them away. Yeah. yeah. And well, it sells out every time, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, yes. Yeah. But also too, you can't have something that's coming on stage that's half sort of like it. It has right. to, in my in my eyes, in my sort of uh, training, it has to be exact. Yeah. You can't have it like just half. Yeah. You know what I mean? It has to be yeah. full on exact. How so, how long have you been doing Kylie for? How long uh, has it been? Well, I was uh I was transitioning uh when she was coming to light, so to speak. Oh, wow. So wow. uh I did a couple of really bad performances at like a couple of gay bars on Commercial Road back in the day. And <laughs> are we talking three faces? Um, like when it was three faces? Oh, with the Exchange oh, Hotel. Oh, the um, Exchange. <laughs> yeah. So at, at, at the same time, I was doing my hairdressing apprenticeship, and I was only in my first year. So um, uh, transitioning, doing drag shows at night, and then being at work on time and being alive and doing my job and all that sort of stuff throughout the day was a lot to take on board. Yeah. Sounds it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and that's where um, my, you know, admiration for her comes in, like, so much history and all that's because uh, she was getting sort of, she was coming out and she was, sort of like, getting mocked by the press and, uh, you know, and I was sort of, like, in my own world getting mocked by my, you know, friends and all that sort of stuff. And so, and she was soldiering on and I always looked to her as a beacon. Mm. 
And so she soldier on. So she gave me courage to soldier on. And I thought, if you can do it, we're in different worlds. But if you can do and build that courage up and tell people to, you know, you know stick the finger up at them and say, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. Um, I thought, I can do that in my world. So she was a beacon of just encouragement and everything in my world. Right. Well, you were one of, if not the first trans performer I ever saw as a baby gay coming out. And that's got to be, I'm sure you've heard heaps of stories from people in the community who have found you that beacon of hope and inspiration with your story as well. Yeah, well, I think um, basically, well, uh, it was much more, uh, well, nobody knew much about uh, transsexuals and all that sort of stuff. And it was all about the drag and uh the only transsexual part was like, say, you know, lay girls at King's Cross or something like mm. that. But um, uh, I'm just over five foot tall and I did work in uh, Melbourne Lay Girls and Colour and No Beautiful Boys. But mm. to be in those sort of shows, you have to be a certain height. You know what I mean? You right. can't. And I always used to got called, you know, from the dancing budgie to, you know, <laughs> and they said, oh, you'll never be a showgirl because you're too short. You know what I mean? <gasps> Yeah, you'll have to wear extra high heels to match up to the rest of us. You know what I mean? Like, there's six foot tall showgirls, and then all of a sudden he comes out this little five foot, you know, <laughs> an actual Minogue. So, yeah. well, yeah, we're not sort of we're not really known as a Minogue then, but yeah. uh, that's where I sort of fell into that world is because um, literally I couldn't be a showgirl, but they wanted to turn lay girls into a very modern sort of today world. And that's when I came in and they said, well, you should do a Kylie act in the show. And that uh, combines the old sort of traditional lay girls with the the modern because everyone was doing, you know, Shirley Bassey and all those sorts of people. And uh, they said, you're actually going to make a lay girls modern, so to speak. Mm. So I came out and did Kylie. Everyone was like, "Yeah, they were they were relate, relating to it." Well, so was this like eighty seven, like uh, around locomotion, or a bit later? Uh, it was like nineteen ninety. Okay. Wow. I did. I did my first Melbourne Lay Girls. Wow. Yeah. So and I was literally a, a pup, <laughs> and because <laughs> I was just transitioning, I was going on my hormone therapy and all this stuff. I I puffed up like a baby seal, so I wasn't this tall, slender, you know, <laughs> you know, beautiful breasts and all that like the rest of the showgirls. I was this little dumpy thing that came out and it's like <laughs> I literally looked like a pup. <laughs> We're talking to you in celebration of World Pride and I'm assuming that you would have some amazing stories of your own from Pride over the years, whether that be Minogue related or even just party related, is there anything that you can share with <laughs> us? Party and Minogue related. Well, yes, yes, you can combine the um, two as well. <laughs> well, living or well, being a Minogue over the decades has been a big party, basically. Right. right. I was the only one on the planet that, literally on the planet, that uh, impersonated her. So I was hot, you know, I was hot material, basically. It's like, oh, there's this, so they used to call me a drag queen. But, um, uh, yeah, they said, oh, you know, who's this person? Because there's no one else doing her. And she was, like, becoming the world's biggest star. She was, like, hot property. So, and even, like, 
the BBC in London would come over and do a documentary on me and uh, it was mentioned throughout all the papers and the paparazzi pages here in um, Australia and all this stuff. Um, and I used to milk it, of course. <laughs> of course. Been, like, getting on the plane and, uh, yes. And people would, like do a double take and it's like, <laughs> and I used to sort of, you know, act it up and it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And um, when I had to speak to people, they go, oh, hi, are you um, Millie Minogue? I go, yes. People used to actually give, oh, there was a couple of incidents on a plane. One woman came up to me and said, oh, can you please give this to Kylie, please? <laughs> it was a present. I don't know. Well, it was all wrapped up. And I said, sure, I'm seeing her tomorrow. Not a problem. I'll give her it to tomorrow. And we're having, you know, pasta and wine tomorrow. Or if you could, that would be great. Okay, thank you. And I thought, oh, one day she's going to message Kylie and go, did you ever get that present off your sister that I gave to her on a, a oh birthday God. flight from Adelaide to Melbourne? Or whatever? <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> Kylie's calling up Danny going, where's, where's that present? <laughs> yeah, and I, your sister, you, she said she was a third Minogue sister yeah. and uh, I gave it to Millie and she what's going on here? Oh, my God, amazing. <laughs> I did unwrap the present and it was a teddy bear. I was, oh, was just about it? to ask, did okay. you open the present? <laughs> well, it's legal to open up other people's mail, but it really wasn't addressed to her. It was just right. given to me to it give to her. Do. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Te- technically wasn't male. Yeah. No. And so she was treating like I'm going home and when I go off the plane, I'll go home and Carly and Danny will be sitting there and all the stuff. And, uh, oh, this one on the plane said, this, give this to you. So, yeah. Oh, my God, amazing. <laughs> so have you been, were you at all the, the Mardi Gras when, you know, Kylie and Danny have performed? Have you? Well, um I'm not good with crowds, so to speak. Right. So standing in a um, pavilion full of like 200,000 people, <laughs> uh, it's like back in the day um, when Carl, every time Carly did a tour, uh, Molly Meldrum uh, used to say, oh, come on, you know, you're coming with me. And so I had the privilege of over the years going to every tour backstage. So right. I had my little okay. pass and... Yeah. Uh, you know, sit in the green room before the show and then come out and stand on, on the floor to the side and watch the concert and when the concert finished, ushered back yeah. into So I sort of got a bit spoiled in that way. So uh, when it comes to going to a concert or anything on my own, mm. I can't do it. Yeah, it's a <laughs> lot. I've been so spoiled over the years. Yeah. I want to be back there. I want to be a backstage. I want to be back, backstage pants. Yeah. Things, so. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like, well, if you are that person, well, you should have all got, you should have all, all already organised it. And, you know, you should, and I said, well, you know, I did have people that did it for me. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. So, well, speaking of. Danny Minogue, you have recently been beamed across the silver screen in a movie with our darling Danny. Yes. Can you tell us a bit about that experience? Um, well, first of all, I was um it was the end of the first year of lockdown. Uh, I got the phone call from uh this agent that I use a few times over the years and I haven't spoken to him for a long time and he just rang out of the blue and um, 
uh, up-tempo um, entertainment. And he said, oh, I have a gig for you. And I went, oh, God, okay. And they said, oh, would you be interested in doing a movie? And I went, uh, I'm not a... I'm a mattress actress, but I'm not a, a screen actress. <laughs> and they said, well, you don't have to speak. It's about an impersonation movie. And it's, um, I'll send you the, you know, the brief and all that stuff. I said, yeah, not a problem. They said, it's in Byron Bay. They're going to fly you up. You're required for a week. Um, it's about a Dolly Parton impersonator. Um, and you'll be one of the main sort of, background people you're behind you know the the main actors all the time so you'll be never cut out um you won't you'll have a couple of lines to speak every now and again but not too hard i said yeah easy i can do it not a problem so i flew up uh on a sunday and was supposed to start filming monday but they said no you can have a day off you come in tuesday so got in tuesday did work with trevor ashley and uh all the other you know fabulous gay icons of mm-hmm. Australia. I got home to the hotel that night and the producer texted me a message and said, uh, we have a surprise for you on Thursday. <gasps> and I said, uh, I'm not good with teasers. <laughs> and what could be such a surprise? Like what would be, you know, where I gasp and go, oh, my God, that's amazing. Uh, we can't tell you. And I said, well, what? I said, I hate that. When people say, <laughs> I've got to tell you something, but I can't tell you. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh. I put it in my head then. Yeah. And it's like, I won't get any sleep tonight. I'll be shocking tomorrow on set. So best you tell me now because you will pay for it because I'll be shocking. <laughs> I'll be grumpy. They said, oh, okay, we better tell you. So on Thursday, we've changed your scene, which I was supposed to do another scene on my own and another sort of scenario uh we have Demi, Danny Minogue coming in on Thursday and I went <gasps> what they said well we asked we we saw you um today and thought you look looked a bit lost you need your other half <gasps> and you can't have Kylie without Danny oh my god and oh. so we thought let's do this and they yeah. said we rung her and she was me traveling from Sydney or whatever, and they mentioned it to her. And I said, Well, I know Danny. And they said, Well, we know that because when we put it to past her, she said, Yes, I'm in, done. I'll be there yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Thank you. Loved oh my it. God. Oh my so, God. So I never got any sleep. Well, I was so petrified and thought, Oh, you know, what are they going to get us to do? And, mm-hmm. and so on the Thursday morning, it was like crack of dawn and, you know, sort of, uh, we met in the makeup room, caravan with the hair, and she was having her hair done at, at the time. And I walked in, and I need mine done. And I said, "Don't waste too much time on her, please. <laughs> <laughs> I need more work." Oh my god! And I said, "What role are you playing, Danny?" She said, "I'm a Danny Minogue person." And I said, "You make me look like shit now." <laughs> Stop. I said, "You are so unbelievably realistic. It's like yeah. it's mind blowing." <laughs> Oh, my God, that's incredible. So, yes, we had a full day. It was, like, 40-degree heat. Um, 100 degrees, no, even? 100 <laughs> degrees, yes, it was. <laughs> yes. And we were the Minogue, and we were fighting, of course, you know, always, you know, the Minogue sisters are fighting of again. Of course. And, um, <laughs> um, we filmed our, our, our bish, and at the end of the day, it was, like, it wrapped up about 6 o'clock that evening. And got changed and met outside in the 
you know, the, and Jenny said, oh, can I have your phone number, please? I said, no way. You're weird. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Go away, stalker. <laughs> and I said, why? I said, I wouldn't ask for your phone number. Why would you want to ask for mine? Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> she said, I'd really like to get to know you. And I said, oh, it's too late. After all these years, you've ignored me. You both have. <laughs> Oh, and now you want to, you know, love me. And I said, I've been alone all these years. <laughs> no sisters to talk to. You've just, like, treated me like the black sheep of the family. <laughs> the oh isolated God. sister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, so and we, we, we formed a, an amazing, uh, she is the most amazing human being on the planet. She uh, is. Isn't she? She is so, like, um, she's been around to my place a few times for coffee and the first time because I loved her petite's range at Target because mm. um, it's my size as well yeah. and um, I love her style and all that stuff and she said, oh, I'll drop a few dresses off for you. And I went, okay. And I thought, okay. Thursday morning, I thought, oh, I'm out the front. And I went, I thought you were sending a courier to send. <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> She's like, I'm the courier. <laughs> he said, I'm dropping them off personally. I went, oh, shit. Oh, okay. I said, I don't live in a $3 million house, darling. And she said, I don't care. I don't Aww. care. It's not about that. And so I just want to start the ball rolling. And I haven't spoken to you for a while. And um, I feel bad. And, um, and yeah, she just really, with all the carry on and all the bullshit aside and said so we just sort of like talk normally mm. and uh yeah it was nerve-wracking at first because it's like uh yeah it's just trying to get adjusted to the friendship is yeah. of course it's very uh i'm you know trying to sort of be whatever and uh then i just realized just relax just go with the flow she's doing the same um and the two of you will get on fabulously mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which and we talk about easy, things. Very easy to get along with. <laughs> yeah. And we talk about normal things too. Yeah. 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 You know, ask my opinion. And I have a little pink guitar in my lounge room that's uh, old. And as soon as she saw that, she said, Oh, dear, we have to have a little um, workshop night where we just sit on the dining room table and we just bejewel this baby to you know, <laughs> yes. yeah. She said, Carly's got one. And she said, Yours needs, you know, renovating so and i'd love to come over you get it all organized i'll come over and we'll sit there all night and we'll do you know arts and crafts and we'll make <gasps> this baby clean so oh, i love it all the mardi gras and the pride um that's yeah. a definitely a you know a, a date oh right yes amazing <laughs> you know I'd, I'd also like to manifest you two doing 100 degrees together oh. well and at some yeah. point well, uh, Bar Carly is ten years next year, That's so I am launching. I'm launching a calendar uh, at the end of the year, and it's going to be uh, twelve iconic books which I have in my wardrobe. Um, and wow. the front cover is a new outfit that um, I'm putting together as we speak. Oh, um, and so I'm going to launch that in November. <gasps> so to celebrate ten years yeah. and. <laughs> next year because uh, I've always said I want the three of us together for charity. Back in the day when Carly and I came into Three Faces twice and they took a photo and they, the club put it on the wall, they had to basically bolt it, chain it and put it in a glass case. 
to stop people from stealing yeah, it. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, and every when I did the movie with Danny, the internet went ballistic. They went, yes. oh, my God, Millie mm-hmm. and I and Danny and I together yeah. in a movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, where is Kylie? And she um, tweeted, said, uh, I'm there in spirit, but I couldn't be there, unfortunately, but I would have loved to. So, oh. yeah, it's so... Next year, fingers crossed, and I do want to do like yeah. 100 degrees with well, Danny. That would be amazing. Yeah, for Bar Kylie. Where will people be able to purchase the calendar? Will that be online through like? Uh, that'll be a, an, an, an online thing, okay. yes. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll touch base with you closer yeah, to the time and, buy it. and promote that. Yeah, so you can either buy it at the Bar Kylie gig or um, you can just go, we'll, we'll build a website that um, you can yeah. purchase it from. <gasps> That's exciting. Amazing. I can't yeah. wait to see the so, looks. Oh, my I gosh. I know. I know, because I've got all these costumes in my um in my wardrobe and uh, I'm not being a bit of a snob, but I just tell, you know, Shane and John that I uh, only wear one one thing once and I need new. And it's because if people come and see a show and they won't come and see the next show the next year, they don't want to see the same right. costume again. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? So you basically have to keep on wearing one thing yeah, once yeah. Mm-hmm. so it gets worn once and then it gets put in the cupboard right. and i've had them all you know perfectly matched like they are each outfit's identical right. to hers because yeah. i'm that yeah I'm, i just have to do that you know that's um otherwise i can't wear it yeah. you know what i mean i can't wear something that half done yeah. or not as elaborate or whatever you know what right. mean each uh, month I'll have a different costume and uh, I have a, a guy that who's a, you know, a tech whiz, so to speak. Um, good at, he does all that, actually, all the Barkali ads. He does, um, he's very good at all the graphics and all that. So he's going to superimpose uh, an amazing scene behind each outfit. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Oh. Amazing. Yeah. So everything's going to be full. It's not going to be like a full studio like white screen behind me and the costume and I'm in the costume in the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all going to be full. Each month is a fantasy. Oh, my God. I'm already imagining you going down to Luna Park in the Got To Be Certain outfit <laughs> popping on the, on the well, merry-go-round. It's, um, it's going to be an eight-hour photo shoot. Okay. Um, the photographer's booked and all that stuff. And uh, so, yeah, I have to basically get changed, get changed. And it's like I have two people helping me. I book them as well. Um, it's an epic job. Yeah. But to celebrate 10 years of Bar Kylie, I think it's – I think I need to document uh, these costumes before, you know, they deteriorate yeah. or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, or I get too fat for them. <laughs> I do it. not see <laughs> that happening at all. At all. No, I don't see that happening <laughs> Well, during COVID though, when um when I did the movie for Danny with Danny, um, seriously read, uh, it was the end of the first year of lockdown, as I said. But uh, in that time, all I did was sit, sit on my bum and drink hmm. and watch, you know, movies. And what else could you do? Yeah. Basically, yeah. it was like you know, shops were closed. You weren't allowed to leave your house or something. So, um. I, Tim Chappell was the, the costume director for it. He made the costumes and all that stuff. And he said, oh, just uh, show me the costumes that you have. And I sent him all my costumes that I have. He said, I want that one, that one. Though. I said, good luck. <laughs> I said, they were very, very tight at my thinnest. 
and we're talking a year of COVID. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, it's great in a photo, but I won't be able to move around in this. And he said, well, we'll see how we go. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and then I realised, oh, God, some of these do not do up and I've never had that experience in my life ever. Oh, look, I think everyone coming out of lockdown was uh, yes. <laughs> struggling to fit into anything. Yes. I because I, because we were in lockdown, I was pretty much just in like I wasn't wearing shoes because at home, yeah. you know, don't wear shoes. And your feet get broader. Right. And yeah. I was yes, and I was like and wearing like tracksuit pants and stuff and then I was like I had to go for like I think it was like a wedding, the first wedding after all the lockdowns ended, and I was like do I even have shoes anymore? Like, <laughs> yeah. Where are my pants that aren't sweatpants? Like, it took me an hour to find a pair of jeans, and then I was like, God, am I going to even fit into this? And you feel, Barely. You feel so restricted. You feel yes. like a, a caveman that's been dressed up as a, a normal human being. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, put this wild purse caveman into a, a three-piece suit and, like, beautiful, you know, <laughs> leather shoes. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, well, many of our listeners might know you from Kylie's infamous coffee table book from yeah. 98, 98, 99, 99. Oh, was it 99? I think it was 99 because I think I was in the UK at the time. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I have it here, obviously. I know, yes. Where is it? Hang on. I've got to come closer to the camera. I have it here too. I have it oh, here no, too. Hang on. Oh, wow. Now, which one are you? Yes, yes. I've got it here too. Oh, yes. We've all got it. Yes. How how did this come about? How did you end up in a Kylie Minogue coffee table book? Um, well, that was quite like a funny story. So uh, every time that Kylie was uh, uh, launch a tour and all that stuff, um, radio stations like Fox FM and all that sort of stuff, uh, I used to do like weird, like I think for one, just before this, she asked me to do this book, um, uh, Fox FM got me to do um, for six winners. They win um, a trip around to iconic Kylie places, like her very first apartment uh, in South Yarra, Camberwell High, the Camberwell High, <laughs> to the Neighbours Street. To um, we right. even made up a couple of things. You know what I mean? Like and so, <laughs> uh, we sat in a we sat in a Tarago, and I was I was literally like Julie McCoy, I was tourist guide and I was like, now this is where Kylie used to, this is her very first apartment when she left, you know, Camberwell, that, you know, the family nest. And people go, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, and, yeah. to, and so, and I, uh, when, when we got back to the studio, they said, oh, can we do um, a little spoof thing? And I went, okay. And like, well, you know, you ring up and say you pretend you're someone and then you say uh, sucked in basically. Um, right, right. You know, yeah. <laughs> So I knew all that sort of went on. So I was living on Punt Road at the time and the landline, because it was no mobile phones back then, so it's uh, right. the landline rang and I picked it up and it was Terry blaming. Oh, wow. Okay. And it was a Friday afternoon. I think it was a Friday. Yeah, it was a Friday afternoon. He said, hi, Millie, it's Terry blaming here. And I went, oh, okay, I'll let you say peace. I don't think it is Terry blaming. But <laughs> right. whoever is this, I won't. I'll just let them have their moment. Obviously, it's on radio and it's live and all that stuff. So, right. And he says, um, what are you doing Monday evening, this following Monday evening and uh, about 6 o'clock? Um, Carly wants you to be in her new coffee table book that she's launching and she wants to do a whole page on you and all that stuff. I went, oh, and I just hung up. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah. I did not give them the satisfaction of saying, I know, someone's just sending me up raw here. So, and he kept, he rang back and I went, listen, here, I'm not falling for this. I don't care. I, I just want to know who it is because you're not winning here because I know someone is up oh to some God. no good, so to speak. So I just hung up again. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I thought, okay. <laughs> I'll do my homework here. So I rang up because uh, he said, oh, you know, I've got other drag, a couple of other drag queens as well. Miss Candy was one of them. Yeah. So I rang yes. up Miss Candy. I said, Miss Candy, um, uh, there's some, did Terry Blamey, uh, Kylie's management, uh, ring you and say to be in a photo shoot on Monday evening at 6 o'clock just off High Street, the photo studio? She said, yes, it's going to be amazing. I went, oh, okay. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I thought, oh, well, please, please ring, because I couldn't ring him back and yeah. say I'm sorry. So luckily the th phone rang for the third time. Oh, my God. And said, Millie, Millie, I said, I know it's you, Terry. Hello, I'm so <laughs> sorry. I thought this was the spoof uh, on Fox FM. Uh, I thought it was one of my friends ringing up and making a, an absolute galah of of me on live radio, <laughs> and I wasn't fall for it. Oh fall my for god! It. So, and he said, "That's understandable." So that's not a problem. I said, oh, "I'm so like embarrassed now." It's a bit. It's good to be on your guard. Yes. So he said, "Yeah, be at this, this studio. Um, it's just off High Street. Uh, at six o'clock, and bring you know six looks, and there's a couple of other drag queens as well, and they're getting one look, but you're getting most of the looks." And so I got there and, uh, yeah, we just Miss Candy couldn't make it that night. She was not well. Uh, she rang up lastminute.com and so I quickly organised another drag that doesn't even look like Kylie or doesn't even do Kylie and I said just <laughs> I had a dress. Right. Um, yeah, put that on. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and then a few a couple of weeks later I've still got the card, a little red envelope, came all the way from London and I opened up and it's um it says, you know, Chumili, thank you for being part of my book. Much love, Kylie. So Yes, and I got the book as well. Amazing. So wait, which it's so which... old, it's so old that actually the, the text is actually like like corroded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. yeah, yeah. <laughs> mine mine's coming off a bit as well. Which one is yeah. which one are you? Like are you I was trying to look at the before. Because there's six here, right? Yeah, I'm, I, I've done I did about four. I think I've got four looks there. So are you the cowboy um, style dress? Yeah, I'm the cowboy style. I'm the shocked. I'm the did it again. Did it again, um, yes. That's what I the, thought. I can't find it. Where's the point? It's like could, right towards the end. Um, yeah, first time I looked at it, I, I I, I skipped over and I thought I'm not even in the book. It's yeah, like, I, I, went to look, I went to look for it before. I'm like, where is trouble. it? I've got mine open now too. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, so um, I'm um, shocked. The feathers. I did it again. And cowboy style. That's right. Yeah, that's what I thought. But yeah. Best confirm. Yes. God, look at that. Wow. Oh, well, <laughs> Gorgeous. And Ronda Ryan, the one in the black uh, leather sort of outfit she's a massive car she actually has a whole bedroom to floor to ceiling wall to wall full of barbie dolls um, oh wow Harley whatsoever wow so, yes but wow. yeah it was, I was like, oh god look at me there <laughs> so, 
Do you still have these costumes? Are these all in your archives? Yeah, I still have. Oh, well, um, I've still got the cowboy style one and I've still got the did it, I actually gave the did it again one as a raffle for Bar Carly one night. So right. oh, we wow. have, um, each year we have uh, a prize for best dress. So I thought, well, right. if I just give them as a prize, I'll come in it next year and <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll win again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's very they're good sort of thinking. Like, they're like my op shop, you know, they're like my op shop. I'll just give it to them and so next year they'll come out looking fabulous, you know what I mean? So And they won't have <laughs> yeah, to yeah. worry about orchestrating it and putting it together. Yeah, yeah. I'll just give them all my old stuff. Oh, oh my God. God. Millie, I wanted to ask you what your, I guess, favourite Kylie song or songs are, but also what your favourite ones to perform are. Mm. They've all been amazing, like... Uh, in in every time that she launched a, a new song, um, I was whisked around Melbourne. Like a lot of the time, I worked in the straight club. So um, on a Thursday night at the Chevron nightclub, and say Saturday night or Friday night at the Metro nightclub, yep. they used to do fashion parades. Yes, yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, and so I was always uh, so uh, I was always incorporated in the fashion. Parade. So when, like, say something like um, "Word Is Out" came out, I came out in the full, you know, the black lace um, cat suit with the paint right. leather bra and matching pants and the Barbarella hair. But um, coming around me and coming from behind me, it was like a men's parade for boxer shorts and socks. <laughs> All right, <laughs> amazing. Oh, uh, the nineties. Um, yeah, the nineties. Yes, and so. Um, Every song has been a mate, like I've loved, but I do think that uh, Disco, she really put the icing on the cake, so to speak. Mm. That album is yep. timeless. Yeah. It is beyond incredible. Right. Uh, it literally, especially during COVID as well, Yeah, she transformed her apartment into a sound studio mm -hmm. and had herself and probably two other people I don't know how what happened but mm. uh it 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 is a true masterpiece yeah. like every song is like it just you know a lot of people produce albums but you skip through a lot of songs you find about three songs out of say 12 songs that you like Mm. And the others you sort of like let grow on you, but some don't and some do. And uh, but listening to every song on the disco album instantly, Instant. you just go, it, it just mind blows, blows your mind away. You know, I mean, it's yeah. just yeah. phenomenal. And the fact that, like you mentioned as well, that she made it during COVID and then released it during one of our many lockdowns here as well, it was yes. something that it was like felt like a lot of people felt saved by it because everyone all anyone wanted to do at that time was to get on a dance floor and dance and while we 100%. couldn't Kylie gave us this escapism within our own homes and our own four walls to be able yeah. to dance on that dance floor again with yeah. one of our all-time favorites so it, yeah I, I, even, I even um I even turned um I have a few friends that, you know, they're not really Kylie fans and all that stuff. And um, uh, I remember going around to people's houses and, you know, go over for dinner or just going up to say hello. Instantly I go, yeah, 
played I played this song they go who was that and I said it's off Carly's new album so instantly they became um fans mm -hmm. and they said wow this music is amazing yeah yeah amazing so I was basically doing a, a disco sort of uh we call it like a going around and making people listen to it and, stuff. <laughs> listen, um, they weren't, they weren't going to listen to it because right. they're not Kylie fans. Yeah. But when I made them listen to it, they go, this is mind blowing. And then when she did the infinite, infinite disco oh. screaming, that is absolutely like mind blowing as well. It's mm. pure brilliance. Like, yeah. you know, one of the best nights of my life, and it was in my bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I went over to I went over to um uh, my uh, friend DJ Argonaut's place, and uh, his boyfriend had other couple other couple of people around, and because nothing was open, it yeah. was hard to go home because it was such a we was on such a high. high. We drank two bowls of gin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had the same gold boots on, so that fit the navigation. We got the same gold boots as she has. It's like. And you don't even know what she was wearing. And I said, yeah, well, yeah. it just happens. It just happens. You just I'm a minogue. I just, it's you know. Sister intuition. <laughs> yeah. It just happens, yes. But, like, watching it, and that's another full credit to her because uh, all the songs from years ago and the songs from the disco album, uh, they all perfectly match in together. Yeah. Yeah. Is there like a, a look when you were watching, like as the videos were coming out, were you like looking at some of her costumes and stuff thinking that, that, that's the first one I'm going to get whipped up for, for a Well, I tried, I tried to, um, in the day, I always tried to do, uh, when they like she released a song and I was doing like say a, a fashion parade or, um, or I was doing a performance at a gay club, I always tried to uh, replicate uh the the outfit that she wore in the video clip mm -hmm. right but at the time being young and not much money and not experienced at uh resourcing people that can make this stuff and all this stuff um i basically did it all myself so it wasn't really exact but it got me through yeah wow it got me through there was the it was a similarity you know similarity so yeah with all of your amazing stories, surely you're going to be writing your memoir one day. Mm. Well, is that, is yeah, that on the cards? Well, there is. well it, it can happen. Like I'm at the age now where it's like over 35 years now. So um, I have travelled, like experienced and travelled a lot uh, doing what I've yeah. what i'm doing and what i've done and uh uh the opportunities and uh you know the experiences that i've had uh a full credit to you know parading out as carly minogue yeah. Yeah. oh well yeah so. well we would love to read your full story yes. do a full book club on it we need to get you like with Terry Ronald, who <laughs> you know, wrote Danny's yeah. book with her. It's just we're putting it on the vision board. And the, uh, can I tell you a little story about the first time I, I met her back in '92? Uh, was at Three Faces. Danny. Oh wow. Uh, Kylie. Kylie. Yes. Kylie. Yes. Uh, she uh, she'd been away for a year. She moved to London. She'd been away for a year, and she uh, snuck back into Australia. Um, 
and I, it was like a Thursday night. I think and I was just watching the drag show at the time at one corner of the stage and I had no idea that she was on the other corner and um, the MC for the drag shows, her name was Kerry Lagore, and she said, oh, Every, ladies and gentlemen, Millie Minogue's in the room. And she said, oh, sweetheart, your sister's oh, in the stop. room. Stop. And I went, I went, what? She said, and then she looked to the other side of the stage and uh, she said, ladies and gentlemen, Kylie Minogue is here in the room. So, what? Mm-hmm. Didn't even know. She was there with um, Peter Alexander. Oh, wow. Vajama King. So she got her up on stage and then I, uh, they got me up on stage and uh did a little interview and what stuff and then uh you know the place was packed basically um and so Perry Lagore the MC said oh good night everybody that's the end of the show thank you for well I grabbed Kylie's hand at the time and we were just like going to go turn around we're going to go backstage into the backstage dressing room and have a chat well, we got so bombarded by the crowd of the nightclub that mm. her and I ended up face down <gasps> on the stage floor being trampled on and mm. I had her in my hand and I looked and I said, I've got your kid, don't worry about it. And I dragged her up and we basically dragged ourselves to the backstage door at the back of the stage and we quickly stumbled in and I shut the door and literally was she was trapped in there because <sighs> the front door of the nightclub, everyone, the press had got a you know, aware of she was in the nightclub. The back door of the nightclub was full of press. Uh, basically, you know, everywhere, like there was only one door to the dressing room. That was even like jam-packed full of people that were trying to get in there and, you know, like get to her. Oh and she said, I'm trapped here. I'm trapped here. And I said, that's all right. We'll just have a little chat. That's all right. No problem. Wow. So she asked me where I got my name Millie from. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. She said, um, why do you call yourself Millie? And I said, well, at the moment I'm doing my hairdressing apprenticeship and um, it's a very exclusive, very posh uh, salon in Chirac Road, South Yarra, and we do Pixie Skase. We do... Uh, oh, wow. oh, my God. We do, everyone. We do you know, Susie Holt. Uh, we do all the the creme de la creme of um, yeah. socialised and all oh, that in, in Chirac. So... Um, it's a very over-the-top salon. Uh, the senior stylists have drag names, like you know, the the owner of the salon, his name was Miss Alexis out of Alexis Colby Carrington Dexter mm-hmm. yep, yep. from Dynasty. <sighs> uh, the other one was name was uh, Crystal, as in Crystal <gasps> Carrington. Yep. <laughs> uh, and so when I started there, um, they were like looking at me going, oh, my God, what's this cute little blonde thing? And so they used to call me Miss Minnie. Ah. Yeah. So when I was out and about in nightclubs and all that stuff, especially um, like Miss Candy, uh, she was most of the time the host of the shows that I was um, invited on to do. Uh, She always used to thought I was saying Millie. Oh. so she said, oh, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Millie. And I go, no, it's Minnie. And I, in the end, I got so fed up and trying to correct her. I actually didn't even actually think of a name for myself when I was transitioning at the time. I thought, what am I? I'm not going to be a Susan. I'm not going to be a Gabby. <laughs> okay. But I don't know what I'm going to be. And it solved it instantly. So right. I thought, oh, I'm Millie. So everyone was, like, printing my name in papers and, like, like going, you know, Millie Minogue. I'm like, oh, and I told that 
I told Carly this in the dressing room while she was stuck there for hours. And she looked at me and said, that's unbelievable because my grandmother's name is Millie. Yeah, well, that's why I always oh, thought that's wow. where you no. got it from. And she said, for you to tell me that story is absolutely 100% believable and genuine because mm. otherwise you would have just said your grandmother. Right. Yeah. yeah. Did you know you if that's what it was? No, I had no name? idea at the time oh either. I wasn't God. like a serial pestering like that where <laughs> I literally, you know, Google, well, Google wasn't even around then, yeah, but yeah. I didn't have to, like, you know, find out their address or um, hunt them down or um, basically I just did my own little thing in my own little world. So yeah. I had no history. I didn't even know what mum and dad's name was at the time. So, and she said, that is phenomenal. That's amazing. Said, I never knew that. Yeah, she said, it's absolutely amazing. It's like, I, that's why I wanted to know, I, that's why I asked you because um, I wanted to know, you know, is it the reason why? Right. And yeah. for you to say that, you can't make that stuff up. No. no. God, this is why we need a memoir from you, Millie. Yes. <laughs> I mean, just in the last, like, 10, 15 minutes, like, Pixie Skase, yeah, this I'm, story. I'm like, I'm, I'm still <laughs> I'm still scraping my jaw off the ground from that laugh from the last 10 minutes. <laughs> I just, yeah, I need an entire, like, not just a chapter, just everything that went on in that salon. <laughs> well, well, the salon actually had... had um, well, we've diverse a bit. So the salon actually opened up at Marina Mirage on the Gold Coast, the most exclusive resort at the time. Oh. Um, the one that's got all the controversy over, you know, how all the lenders and borrowers um, were here, you know, Christopher's case basically took their money. Right, yeah. Right. Um, so the salon at Queen's opened up a salon, a perfumery and uh, like a skincare uh, beauty salon. So three shops in a row. Uh, there was a big gala opening and they had um, Loretta Swift Hot Lips from MASH. Oh, what? They had George, uh, what's that, Overtange? Uh, George Hamilton? George Hamilton. They had him as a guest. Oh my God. They had Catherine Oxenberg. No. Oh, my God. Because they all had to come in throughout the day to have their hair done that night for opening night. Oh, oh my god. So I got to shampoo well, I didn't shampoo George Hamilton's because that was basically not hundred percent real. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> but Katzenberg <Captain laughs> and um Loretta Swift, uh, yeah, I shampooed the hair. Stop it. Yeah, so and there was a big gala opening and fashion parades by Louis Vuitton <gasps> and like, you know, Cornelius Furs and um it was a massive gala night. So yeah, that was my Days of being a, a an apprentice, basically at Queen's hair salon. Oh my god! Yeah, memoir immediately. Yes. I, I would like to order that with the calendar by yeah. the end of the year. Yeah, take you. my money, Millie, please. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. basically. <laughs> you can have a you have a free copy. Oh, you're a doll. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Amazing. I I guess I just want to express what I'm sure a lot of people listening might be feeling, especially from this community and from Melbourne and Australia, and saying, like, thank you for your service over the years, Millie, because, <laughs> yes. my God, what what an icon you in your own right are, and we're just really grateful that we have... Well, I got that, I got that inspiration because um, I got that inspiration from Carly herself. You know, I, I mean, I sort of... Uh, she gave me um, guidance. She gave me, um, it was sort of like a Kylie Minogue department school of how to be, 
successful, how to be humble, how to be gracious, how to be accepting. Mm -hmm. So do not have an ego. Do not think you're better than everyone else and be humble and uh, speak to the people. You know, don't think that you can be fenced off and I don't want to, you know, you've got to be gracious. You've got to speak to everyone on the planet. And I think that's the success of anyone of yesteryear or of today. Um, you you can't have an ego. You cannot believe in your own publicity. Um, you just have to speak to every person on the planet because every person is just important as each other. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and that's how you get your fame and your popularity because, I mean, people have said to me in the past, you know, like I've done birthday parties for like 20 people. I've done like corporate gigs. I've done all that stuff. Um, but when I actually come out after the show, uh, and I speak to everyone, have photos with them, uh, a lot of people have the same sort of saying. They go, well, we'll probably never meet the real one ever. Uh, we'll probably never get this close to the real one, right. but you're just as good. You've fulfilled our, our dreams, Aww. our um, fantasy, and we feel like we've accomplished something. So thank you. And for you just to be standing in front of us now and holding my hand and, like, talking to me and being like one of us, so to speak. Mm. Uh, uh, and I go, well, I'm not lowering myself down to come to speak to like the commoners, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like, um, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they said, well, you don't need to speak to us though. And I just go, well, I do need to speak to you because um, I can't just sort of like take your money and come to my show and not speak to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and go out the back door and say, oh, I'll see you later. Right, yeah. right. I mean, that's heartless. Yeah. I was just going to say, there's something very gracious about all three of the Minogue sisters, I think. There's a yeah. grace that all three of you have in dealing with your public and in dealing with us and everything. It's yeah. just beautiful. Yeah. So, no, it's um, it's been a great... Um, well, it's developed me as a person. Like, you know, um, I'm not... I don't parade around the streets 24-7 throughout my whole life, uh thinking that I am Kylie Minogue, do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like yeah. she's been, it's just like me going to a department school. So she's been my department school mm -hmm. for etiquette, yeah. for, you know, uh, for values, for everything on the planet. Yeah. She's been an amazing help for me, uh, for me to try and find myself and to act as a respectable human being. Yeah. Because she does. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, is an incredible human being. Uh, her success is 100%, you know, welcomed because she's worked hard mm -hmm. and she deserves it. Mm. And she shot down all her haters in the, in the back in the day that used to call her singing budgie and all mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. It's like yeah. it was cruel, yeah. absolutely cruel. Even I got that nickname in the end. I went, oh, no, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Going, oh, that's a, that's a new nickname for you. They're calling her singing budgie. That's yeah. your, so I used to get called budgie. And to get that out of my friend's uh, like mouth, say, if you say that one more time to me, I will you know, commit a crime, so to speak. It's like, yeah, yeah. stop calling me budgie. <laughs> oh my god oh my gosh yeah. well yes. millie we have to thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for coming on to this is disco like i said at the start it's been an absolute privilege and such an honor to have you on and we 
are so excited we're going to be watching Seriously Red very soon ourselves. Yes, and yes you'll love it. She'll yeah, so love it. Can't wait. And, yeah, again, thank it you just, for the it got just It just hearts. got launched in the UK and America. Uh, oh, has it? Oh, oh, excellent. Fantastic. And yeah, what else? So had... Sorry, go. Yeah, sorry, yeah. No, I was just going to say what before, you know, we wrap up and everything, what else have you got going on aside from World Pride and Bar Kylie in Sydney? What else? Like, where can people um, find I've you? and see you perform and everything um i've got a few other gigs in sydney as well like a, a few little uh pop-ups in, mm-hmm. the, in the two weeks i'm there so um which is good uh and then i come home i'm in um chill out festival i'm in the parade the mm-hmm. chill out festival on mm-hmm. the 12th mm-hmm. um and then it's you know head down bum up getting organized for Bar Kylie for the birthday month, May. Right. Yeah, I think that's the one Adam and I went to. Yes. Yeah. That's traditional. Excellent. And and then um, bum down and head head down and bum up again for getting the calendar all together, mm-hmm. getting the costumes together. Like half it's done anyway, but um, getting that all planned and yeah. So I think this will be a big year. Yeah. Are you so doing? Camberwell Market again, the Kylie. Yes, day? we're doing a Kylie appreciation oh. uh, in October, I think it is. Amazing. Excellent. Yeah. That was actually a big because uh, uh, they gave me um, a phone call and they said, "Oh, would you be interested?" I went, "Yeah, that's great." It's like um, we just have to pass by her first, and she was so blown away and gracious. Aunt, uh, yes, you know, I give yeah. it tick 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 it. You yeah, can do all yeah. this, do all that, and. Um, so on the day, people were a bit like, because Camberwell Market's been around for a long time. And, yeah. And um, as the traders said, that it needs to be revamped now because people don't really appreciate what the Camberwell Market's been about for decades. Right. Mm. It's literally more uh, better than, say, Queen Victoria Market and all that stuff. It's it's like it's full of vintage stuff. I remember going back there in the 80s and all that. Um, so... It is an icon in itself, Camberwell Market. So mm-hmm. to have Carly Appreciation Day on the same day, people were sort of thinking, what's going on here? As I, um, you know, full drag shows and Carly <laughs> competitions. And but apparently they, you know, days after that, they had a huge response from the public. Uh, people emailed, you know, the Camberwell Traders Association. Um, they said this was fabulous. We loved it. Uh, wasn't sure what's going on at the time, but we we got into the flow, yeah. uh, and we hope it comes back. So they said we'll we'll do it bigger and better next year, and I think it's something that we'll be talking about in ten years' time. I think we'll be still doing it in ten years' time. Oh, so, amazing! Yeah, Excellent. It'll just, keep, it'll just keep getting bigger and bigger, and there'll be possibly a Studio Fifty Four dance floor in the middle of Campbell Market and. You know, we'll just turn right up, basically. Oh, I'm, I'm ready. I yeah, am so, yeah. ready. And the day we did that, that was um, it was so cloudy and it was sort of like rainy. It was it was about, but it stayed away. But I thought, well, please don't dampen our you know parade. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. the first one. We've got to get this first one off the ground. Um, it can rain next year or whatever, yeah, but yeah. the first one because once you get the ball rolling. Yeah. It basically will roll forever. Right. Oh. Okay. Yeah. We, we need to do a 
a trip there this year, Adam. Yeah, definitely. I oh, definitely. But I also, well, I also said I don't want to sort of uh, single out one sister. I want Danny as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. so it's going to be um, ideally a Minogue Appreciation Day. Yes. I, I, I think you can't favour one child. You know what I mean? Like as a parent right. or anything, you can't just favour one child. You've got two children. Right. Yes. Right. You have, yeah. So I said it doesn't make sense just to have Kylie because Danny was born in Camberwell as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it should be no. Kylie and Danny Appreciation Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed a thousand and one percent. And I'll play the role of both. Yes, 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 please. <laughs> this is especially so for us because we have our podcast and it's focused on Danny and Kylie because mm. we both grew up with the both of them and both yes. love all of their work. So it just made sense to us that we'd do something like this. So, yeah, it's a real Yeah, real... you can't single out one. Per- yeah. No. You can't, no. Like, I mean, I, I don't do... Um, you know, Jenny said to me once, she said, oh, I really, when Carly did that TV special and they came out in the leopards yeah. yeah. and they had that sort of traditional dynasty crystal character yeah. and the lights of fight scene, she said, I really want to find someone that impersonates me So, and I want to see you too, you do yes. Carly, that person is Jenny, and I want to see that reenacted to the T. And she said, I would love to see it. I said, well... We're looking, I'm looking, but yeah. yeah. That sounds like an amazing reality show that I would watch where Danny (laughs) and you are judges trying to find the The next next Danny Danny Minogue. (laughs) Yes. Well, she did say to me the other day when she was um, here, she went to, uh, she went to Palm Springs to visit a friend and there was a long flight, so she was jet-lagged and that her friends were going out and she said, oh, I'll stay here and, you know, I'll just go to bed and have a sleep. I'm not in the mood for going out tonight. I've just had a long flight. So they went to a bar and apparently, you know, word of a lie, they uh, they photoshopped, uh, um, not uh, photoed this person. They went to the bar and this person was impersonating Danny Minogue. Oh, wow. <gasps> and they said, and they tried, because she was asleep, they just basically uh, couldn't sort of, you know, video call or anything. Oh, my God. And so they showed her the next day and they said, you wouldn't believe it, we went to this bar and this person, <laughs> we've been to this bar a lot of times because we live here, and the day you arrive and say you're going to bed is the day we go to this bar and we find a Danny Minogue impersonator. Oh, my God. And they wow. said, we've got her actually in our house as we speak and she's asleep. They went, no, she isn't. Yes, true story. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. Oh, my God, that's amazing. That, but, yeah, there's not many. Well, yeah. There's, there's... Well, we need to put the call out. Yes. Are you a Danny Minogue impersonator? Reach out. Yes. You need to. Um, and the prize will be, uh, oh, I don't know what the prize will be. We'll, we'll... <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out later. We'll, we'll make we'll some prizes up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll reenact that scene. and um, Yes. Yeah. We'll borrow the dresses of Kylie and Danny. <laughs> yes, specifically the Young Talentine sisters, you know, silver sequin oh thing. Oh, my God. Yes. Well, I, I want to reenact that as well. I want the oh, three yeah. of us to do the sisters doing it for themselves. That would be amazing. And those looks and everything. So. Yeah, the, the bigger the hair. Mm. What is it? The bigger the hair, the closer the goal. It'll end up looking like did it again. So when I yes. come through and push that one, that one aside. Yes, it's like, oh, my God. I'm the brashy one. I'm the naughty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That Move the so side, good. you too. Oh, 
That would we've be got so a, good. we've got a few things to add to our manifestation board now, Eliza, uh, don't we? We do <laughs> so many things. It's the vision board is just yeah. ginormous. So yeah, this is going on it. Find a Danny Minogue impersonator. Yes. We can do it. Now we can do it. Yes. Yeah. Melbourne nightlife, Melbourne radio even in the nineties was just like on a whole other level. It was just so exciting and vibrant. And I only got to sort of experience that that last end of it as an you know, underager with a fake ID, <laughs> but mm. forever lasting. Melbourne mm. really was such a, a mecca for club and dance music and club yes. culture back then. Like you, you, t- you describe it to people today and they just go, oh, uh, it's like uh, they look at you at you if you're like making this up in your head like a fantasy <laughs> of what right. you want the world to look like and right, yeah, yeah. Like, well, actually it did happen yeah once upon a time melbourne did look like that yeah, yeah and you did and it did mix with like uh you know celebrities and like the chevron was like you know everyone went to the chevron from michael hutchinson to everyone they would yep. just go out on a normal night out yeah. you know i mean like Getting you know they were the, the days mm, <laughs> the days the no one was a uh, they weren't sort of ashamed to go out or didn't have an ego that they couldn't yeah. mix with the right. public. Yeah, I guess no one was, you know, had mobile phones that they could record yeah, everyone true, on yeah. as well. I think of all the sins I don't thank God that wasn't captured. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> could have been documented. <laughs> yes, glad it never was. Documented in my mind. And once it's on, once it's on the internet, it can never be erased. Someone Correct. can find it. Yeah. If they heart, if they Search hard enough, you can find it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. You think you've deleted it, but it's oh, not no. that deleted. Oh, no. Nothing's, nothing's deleted. <laughs> no. Oh, All right. my gosh. Well, we better let you go. Yeah. Thank you again, Okay, darling. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, and thank yes. you. And happy Pride. Have a wonderful weekend next weekend. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And we'll speak soon, hopefully. Yes. 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 We'll in see you soon, hopefully, drinks. in Melbourne. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yes. We'd love that. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Melly. Perfect. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. Lots of love to you too. Bye. Thank you once again to the incredible Millie Minogue. What an amazing chat with a true Melbourne legend. That was so much fun. What a way to kickstart the year. Absolutely. I could have talked to her like all day, all night. I can't stop thinking about Pixie Skase. Oh my God, same. And... I mean, Millie's so lovely and she was so charming and yeah. very gracious and yeah it was just wonderful wonderful so many things to add to the manifesting board yes. it's not even funny at this point Eliza, could you maybe tell the people at home where they can find Millie on Instagram? Yes, of course. You can find her at Millie, that's M-I-L-L-I-E underscore Minogue, which you all should know how to spell. (laughs) So I'm not going to spell that part out. So yes, Millie underscore Minogue on Instagram. Uh, Amazing. Well, while we're on the topic of Instagram, Mm -hmm. where can the lovely folks find us this is Disco on the webs. At This is Disco on <laughs> Twitter and Instagram. Still still on Twitter for the moment. We say yeah. that every episode. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Um, and TikTok at This is Disco Podcast, though don't really do anything there. It's a bit, bit big and overwhelming. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> TikTok, so it, it exists, but yeah, it's just a lot. Um, and I am at Ms. Eliza Day on... Nice. Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you? Brilliant. Uh, You can find me 
at Adam Disco, A-D-E-M-D-I-S-C-O on both Twitter and Instagram. I've also got The Record Doctor, which is my kind of weekly radio show on Mixcloud, uh, at The Record Doctor on Twitter and Instagram and mixcloud.com forward slash The Record Doctor or therecorddoctor.com, whatever you remember easier. <laughs> and there's also The Girls Aloud podcast, which I know, I know, an episode is coming soon, I promise. <laughs> it's just been a, a bit of a crazy time, but there is an episode coming that I'm working on kind of as we speak. So Excellent. very soon. And that is at Aloud Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram as well. Amazing. And also we, yes, we have merch. This is Disco Merch. So there's like Confide in Me, like T-shirts and All I Want to Do T-shirts and phone covers and all that kind of fun stuff. This is disco.threadless.com. Nice. So throw us some love over there. Yeah, throw us some love. Well... Thank you very much, Eliza. It's been so amazing to be back with you for a Minogue Monday, the first for 2023. I know. And looking forward to the many more ahead this year. We've got some very exciting episodes Mm -hmm. planned this year. I'm, yeah, thrilled. We'll uh, just keep an eye on our socials for what we're doing next month. Mm, Yes, when when we want you to know, (laughs) you'll know. Sometimes Uh, (laughs) it's because we don't know. Sometimes it is because we don't know. <laughs> We're also keeping ourselves in suspense. <laughs> and sometimes it's also because we can't say. I know. There's... In instances such as today. Exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, thank you all so much for your support. We're really excited to bring you even more amazing Minot content in yes. the new year. Thank you again, Eliza, and thank you to all of you lovely listeners for tuning in. Once again, we're going to get the heck out of here. Yes, happy World Pride to one and all. And, yeah, we'll see you next month. Love and kisses, dance floor darling. Bye. You're listening to This Is Disco, a monthly Danny and Kylie Minogue commentary podcast with your hosts Adam Eve and Eliza Day.